In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to worship him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Happy Epiphany to you all. Epiphany is one of the oldest and most important feasts of the Church. The Book of Common Prayer classes it as one of the seven principal feasts, ranking it alongside Christmas and Easter and the Ascension and Pentecost and Trinity Sunday and All Saints Day. The Feast of the Epiphany was originally associated with the baptism of Christ, and it remains the primary focus in the Christian East to this day. We will celebrate the baptism of Christ tomorrow, but since the 4th century, the central theme of the Epiphany for Western Christians has been the manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles and the persons of the Magi, the mysterious wise men from the East who come to worship the newborn Jesus. Who were these wise men? The word Matthew uses for them is Magi. This term, Magi, originally referred specifically to the priests of ancient Media and Persia. And later the term took on a more general connotation, owing to the Magi's association with astrology, esoteric knowledge, the interpretation of dreams, and soothsaying. In the ancient Greco-Roman world, Magi from Persia and also from Babylon were renowned for their wisdom, their knowledge of hidden things, their ability to predict important events, including the birth of kings and emperors. So, to the first readers of Matthew's Gospel, the role of the Magi would have been a familiar one. They are, as one commentary puts it, the mysterious wise foreigners who, having mastered secret lore, are able to recognize who it is that will be king. In the Gospel, the Magi are significantly the first Gentiles to worship Christ. And the importance of this fact is seen especially in the Church's understanding of their coming as the fulfillment of Old Testament prophecies. So, for example, in Isaiah 60, the prophet proclaims to Israel, Arise, shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Nations shall come to your light." and kings to the brightness of your rising. The wealth of nations shall come to you. They shall bring gold and frankincense, and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. And in Psalm 72, in a passage which has more than anything contributed to the Magi being imagined as kings, the psalmist declares of the ideal king of Israel that the kings of Tarshish and the isles shall give presents. The kings of Arabia and Saba shall bring gifts. All kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall do him service. So in the adoration of the Magi, the first of the Gentiles fall down before the newborn king. In them, the nations pay homage to the Lord of all. And Christians have long imagined the wise men as 
coming from different nations and ethnicities. An old Western tradition, for example, names them as kings from Arabia, or sometimes Ethiopia, Persia, and India. Their coming to worship Jesus anticipates the inclusion of the Gentiles in the church, as well as the church's mission to bear witness to Christ to the uttermost part of the earth. And to put it more personally, since you and I are probably, at least, Gentile Christians, the wise men prefigure our own coming to Jesus, our own journey as Christians. Their coming is the beginning of Christ's promise to draw all men unto himself. And in their adoration, the universal worship of the Lord Jesus in heaven is anticipated, that great multitude which no man can number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues. So the Feast of the Epiphany celebrates the manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles. We've spoken of the wise men as representing the coming of the nations to Christ. But what does their coming reveal about Christ himself? The answer to this question can be found, I think, in the gifts the wise men bring. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. Since very early on, Christians have understood these gifts to be full of significance. As the great Christian poet Prudentius put it in the fourth century hymn we sang at the beginning of the service, they are sacred gifts of mystic meaning. Incense doth their God disclose. Gold the king of kings proclaimeth. Myrrh his sepulchre for shows. The gifts of the Magi are fitting gifts for the child Jesus. They show him to be, in the words of the carol, king and God and sacrifice. In other words, in their gifts and in their homage, the Magi display the true identity of the child. Their adoration manifests Jesus as Lord of all the one to whom all authority in heaven and earth has been given, the Lord at whose name every knee shall bow in heaven and earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. I want to end by reflecting on the example of the Magi, on the challenge they pose to us. Think about it. They are pagan astrologers from a foreign country, and yet they rejoice with exceeding great joy at the birth of the king of the Jews, the king whose reign will mean the death of their gods. Their joy is a challenge to us. Do we respond to the inexpressible gift of our Lord with anything approaching the same depth of joy? 
And likewise, the richness of the Magi's gifts is also an example and a challenge to us. They opened their treasures and presented sacred gifts to the Christ child. The words of the hymn we will sing later this evening presents their challenge to us. As they offered gifts most rare, at that manger rude and bare, so may we, with holy joy, pure and free from sin's alloy, all our costliest treasures bring, Christ to thee, our heavenly King. All our costliest treasures bring. This is the challenge of the wise men to us. Do I open my treasures and offer costly gifts to Christ my King? Do I give my very best to God? Does my service to Christ really cost me anything? What am I willing to sacrifice for the Lord Jesus? Is he really the Lord of all my life? This epiphany, may God give us the grace to follow the wise men from the East in coming to Jesus and giving our best gifts to him, joyfully offering ourselves, our souls and bodies, to the Lord of all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.